What up, though? Welcome to another exciting episode of Ask the Phoenix. Today we're going to be talking about... Uh, what, I'm going to break this episode up into two parts. The first part being... The scientist... The alchemist... And those of that ilk. The second part is... Uh, making them... Making them live in the wake of your wins. I think uh, we need to take some time and discuss what that looks like as well. So, as always, before we, we, we get into this, let's pay the bills. And that looks like giving it up to my man, that Guso Swavy, for uh, coming through when we need him. To set the tone with the playlist. Uh, shout out to everybody that check in and kicks it with us on the regular. Um, it's showing me it, they're showing me a lot of love within Anchor. Uh, they open me up to so many different things now. So I got so many people subscribing. Uh, that feels incredible because. Uh, you know my perspective I guess but to uh, without further ado um, as always uh, I'm stunned by the fact that the more I learn the more I have to like understand that I know nothing at all so today with scientists in alchemy I want to refer to them and and as of course the business sense or or uh, a getting unstuck sense. So the scientist according to uh Merriam Webster is a person who studies, specializes in, or investigates a field of science and does scientific work. Uh, a person who is trained in the science and whose job involves doing scientific research or solving scientific problems. So basically, a scientist's job is to see patterns and then be able to communicate those patterns or articulate those patterns in a, in a way that uh, pushes our understanding forward. That's what I take from it, right? That's what I take from being what it means to be a scientist from actually being in it. So alchemy is uh, a power or process that changes or transforms something in a mysterious or impressive way, i.e. the practitioners of financial alchemy that transformed the world of money in the 1980s, Gordon Williams. Alchemy is also an inexplicable or mysterious transmuting. So, you know, you might be asking now, okay, well, well, Nodge, what, what, is, what does that have to do with anything? I come here for uh, my bi-weekly dose of life hacking, and here you have come again with something else. 
that makes no sense to me. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that it makes no sense to you now, because then you might not want to check in with me otherwise. Well, let's explore. Uh, hopefully you would. Uh, so the best way that I could explain being a scientist is recognizing patterns of problems or, or, or trendy uh, real world abuses that you could frame a problem out of or frame a challenge out of, excuse me frame a challenge out of and then provide a solution to that challenge so I, I, I was racking my brain today trying to come up with examples of what that looked like in real time so I got to kicking it with um, my colleague and uh, I'm like well what's, what looks like some viable examples and we went, we went through the titans that we normally use, like Harriet Tubman, Steve Jobs, uh, Oprah Winfrey, um, so many others. So it's like, well, well, who are some, who are some, some new people or some, uh, some up and comers that we need, we might need to pay some attention to, like that's. That's this is their lives of being activated, um, and a couple had came to my. Okay, we had started. We talked about uh, it was Amandla uh, Stenberg who played Ruon. Um, I think I'm saying her name right. I hope so. Amandla Stenberg. She played Ruon the Hunger Games. Um, Yara Shahidi from Blackish and Gronish, and it's like. Um, it was just, it was, it was, it's just remarkable to see um, these young individuals on the vanguard for something that uh, conventionalism, conventionalism or traditionalism has has spawned. It, it made these individuals revolt to um, to elect to elect to being non-binary or. Uh, pansexual or just even challenging whatever those things even mean um, but not only to do it in such a cliche way like I happen to be famous and oh yeah check me out I'm doing this but actually being on the vanguard of those things and, and pushing that understanding forward um, with the best things that we can commu uh, like communicate as, as fact uh, measured fact um, but then there's the flip side of those things, right? Like, I like to call science the service. Um, on the flip side of the services, you can't help the gold that rains in upon you from uh, the, the fruit the, as the fruit of your effort. You know what I mean? You can't. I, I can't. None of us can help that being in our passion and working in that joy is bliss that you know there's gonna be some fruit that harvest and you can't control that either you know what i mean so that's like making something out of nothing that's that 
transmuting um, that looks almost effortless um, to, to some on the outside but that comes from um, lots of days and nights of heartache and, and struggle and um, I don't know if I'm gonna make it you know what I mean like I don't know what this this means especially if somebody challenges it and, and life is already challenging you it it kind of feels better to rescind and conform but like anything else if it's worth having, it's worth working hard for. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of any trailblazers that, that things came to easily. So, me and my guy, we was just kicking it. <clears throat> and we was talking about revolutions of life. And in what it means to be a scientist in your life, like really paying attention to the patterns, um, those trendy type things that, that you may be doing, um, or the things that, that you're doing just because it's your tradition. So like... I know this, this family, right, that this, these sons grew up to a mom that wasn't around, right? And then these kids grow up and they go to have their kids. And then... She has two sons by two different two different dads. They grow up, and they have kids. And the one son has a kid with a woman that has a son by another man. And the one son grew up without his father because his father was in prison. Which much looks the same like for his child with the one woman that isn't in her kid's life the same as as as, as they wasn't in, in the guy's life. So the cycle like basically repeats itself and then he goes to jail like his father was in jail. His life. So like his son is left without a father. So there has been instances within his lane that has said slow down or alter your route do something different or change um, however you have to be brave enough to, to want to change or you have to be that scientist that's investigative about the natural science of your life and instead of looking at your past handful of relationships is all failures or I'm a failure in there just look at it as ways that you need to learn you need to go back through those things comb through them and and learn something vent and release and then go back at this thing stronger than ever before 
but that requires you to again break that revolution and to seek higher evolution and want to do other things that means that you want to learn more and be a composite of all the things that you learn that you feel will work out uh in best efforts to something that you're planning towards but that's the other part that's the scientific that's the other part of, of being a scientist you have to hypothesize something you have to want to be proving something you have to be wanting to take something in, something into theory so you have to test it you might again you might test it on yourself you, you're going to test it on yourself for sure you might even test it on some of your friends you know, next time some one of your friends come to you looking for some advice, he gonna he might be like, man, here, here, try this, do this, and then depending on the outcome, you you still might not scrap the idea, but you might modify it, develop it a little differently, implement it another way. We all are scientists. It's all about if you're running from it or if you're owning it. Owning it means that you, including the bullshit, you own it. It is what it, like, you are who you are from a base level. And from this level, I can get better. I can learn to do better and greater things. You understand what I'm saying? Um, but you would indeed have to first own that to say that you know what I mean I can and will be better okay so what does that mean now so that means I need to highlight this point a point in, in my life where I feel like things can be of some change like I've said many times before on this podcast that you know I had 30 some I had 30 years of, of doing it the way that I had been doing it that hadn't produced the results that I dreamed of so at that very moment it means that I need to be switching the paint up and doing something differently that uh, brings about the, the the things that I envision myself having in my mind, um, and I mean, and, and I and I meant to disrupt uh, whatever concrete thinking that was there that preceded that thought, um, because I knew it was going to be a tough journey ahead. I knew it was going to be tough to shatter that thinking that I had uh, been born into, um, and that. I needed to be trying. I needed to be trying to find remedy in being my best me and everything that I was doing. So that made me take a slow evaluation of everything. All right. So what I'm drinking. What what does what does drinking do for me? And um, at a time, drinking served a purpose in 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 the club for the for the streets. The club is 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 like um, it's like you're networking. It's like you're networking, like a conference. You know what I mean? You're going to come in there, fly. You're going to pop crazy bottles. And that's going to make people want to do business with you in one way or another. Right? Uh, uh, Is it popping substance or popping circumstance or something like that? Um, And largely, that's what that is about. So... um, What was it? What purpose was alcohol serving me other than basically past past the point of of, of, of trying all the ex, you know 
exquisites and expensive uh, ones that I wanted to taste and champagnes that I wanted to indulge in. Past that point, like what else was left for me to do? Um, keep spending, spending ridiculously large amounts of money on something that I might only enjoy on um, a romantic escape with, you know what I mean? A beautiful woman. Other than that, like, what else is, what else am I doing it for? So that was like, oh, maybe I can do without that. Uh, you know, beef, I, I strongly believe that you are what you eat, and we are what they are eating as well. And uh, I feel like I felt like in large part, you know, I was hyper aggressive maybe sometimes because of, I'm not saying solely because of my diet, but I feel like that, that is a contributing factor. Uh, for sure, um, and this and, and at that is backed by science. Um, research shows it, so that had to go. Um, and then, with being hypersexual, it was just going at it to be going at it. Uh, what was it afforded me? Um, it was nothing of real substance like no there I lacked intimacy totally there was it was just we getting it in and it was it you know what I mean and then there would be arguments bullshit complaints so that had to go um the empty the streets and the life that I had the years that I had in it and not having carved out the life that I wanted to live or, or seeing that being viable in that existence um, that had to go um, and then of course without that that was my occupation uh, my lifestyle uh, had to go and from bare bones from rock bottom I had to Check, make a checklist, a criteria of what was really there and what really mattered with moving forward from that point. Um, but it was also a cleansing and clarifying moment. It was like an acid wash um, to rid myself of uh, that that crusty carapace, that crusty uh, outer shell that I had put on. Um, um, adapting to my environment um, nobody is born in upset like just in destructive upset wanting to hurt and terrorize others no 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 um, you taught that and when you look at things like um the wealth gap and um, low socioeconomic status in urban environments and you know systematic agendas plus the lack and limitation and poverty mindset that plagues the individuals that that are born there it's like you're born to eat yourself to survive 
and the best thing that we can ask to do in this life is to survive so if that means to eat myself to survive do i not survive and that eating yourself might look like every pack of cigarettes you smoke per day every bottle of alcohol that you can consume to, to try to escape this narrative or every time you and a guy jammed up into some type of situation that you felt like you had no control over or every time you wanted to get revenge on somebody that you felt broke your heart because you gave them your trust well I asked you to be a scientist and, 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 and check the last handful of times that that's happened to you and see who's really at fault for those things I think you, you, you'd often find the culprit in the mirror that revolution starts to make you think that it's somebody else because you done went around in this thing for so long that you can't see that you're projecting your will on the others and then there has to be some devastating or catastrophic event in your world that your girlfriend breaks up with you or she was cheating on you or she had a baby outside your marriage on you or she gave you an STD or you gave her an STD or you had a baby on her like we was kicking it earlier man it's, it's not about the love or loss of love that you weep for it's the fact that you can't keep this person with you anymore that they can't go with you any further that's what hurts you that's what haunts you you know what I mean? Unless you you owe them a debt or you've done them wrong and you need to you never got a chance to make recompense. But if that's not the case, like when you when you hurting because a you know a loved one has done you dirty or wrong or whatever, you 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 want to get them back or you want to make them feel like how you feel because you, the hurt you feel is because you're permeating a new atmosphere and you have to prove to yourself that you really want it. You want that over the abuse of staying. And the abuse of staying looks far too familiar. So, you know, it looks a lot like second chance where second chances aren't due. You know what I mean? How much pain must we endure before it's abuse? That revolution is the abuse. The evolution is the necessary pain. Pain and pleasure is firing out of the same area. The, it's, it's, it's the only time that your brain is lit up like when you're having an orgasm is when you're having a seizure so pain and pleasure runs out of those same spaces right so that means that we feel that with that same level of intensity so now I understand why it's can feel so easy to fall in love with the pain because it's just the same as being drunk mad with the success success and the power that it brings 
you have to have something that a catalyst that balances those things out and I believe that's where the alchemy comes in the, the alchemy is the other part of that the alchemy is the is the sustained evolution by means of consistent practice of of your transmuting like that's you respecting the power of your process that's you falling in love with the hustle you know what I mean and and like the analogy that I have if 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 you see me right now today at 34 in the market and you like man nah, it's been a minute since i seen you i ain't seen you since high school or i ain't seen you since some other part of your life or whatever um you know what are you doing now i'm gonna tell you what i'm doing now and you know it is what it is you happy for me or whatever you were happy to see me but see me five years from now and i see you in the, in the market the same we see each other and you say, hey, nice. Wow. I can't believe it's been five years since I just saw you last time in this very market. What are you doing now? What's, what's life got you? You look great. You look fit. What's going on? And I'm going to have another long receipt of incredibly beautiful things that I'm creating in the world. Right? Um, and and, and I, hate, I, I hope to be running out of air as I'm as I'm as I'm going down the long list of the things that I'm I'm producing, things that I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm gonna listen to what you're doing first and say, Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm working and you know, I'm I'm, I'm thinking about a career change and some things going on that I don't quite agree with and you know, I just want to get further into my passion. I'm going to be like, man, do I really want to say to them that I'm living in the, the, the crazy big mega mansion, 26,000 square feet, you know what I mean, 10 car garage with a couple Ferraris, and do I really want to say that to them right now? You know what I mean? Or should I just tone it down a little bit? But one thing's for sure is regardless of what I choose to share, they're going to be inspired or intimidated. And that's something that I can't, I can't, I can't be too far in my head about. That's their perspective. That's their matter of free will, and they're gonna do with it what they will, what they what they choose to do. They can then opt to get in with me, or I can opt to get in with them. I'm hoping that it's the latter, that we can work together. But realistically, we know that just from five years ago from this point that we're in right now some individuals that you walk up to into your life that you will be uh, uh you will either be inspired or intimidated by you will feel like you're working harder or you're going to run into some people that's going to make you feel really good about the things that you've done and you're going to be grateful and it's going to inspire you or you're going to be they're going to be doing some incredible things and reaching some amazing feats in their lives and you're gonna, that's going to inspire you to say, damn, well, maybe I can go further. Maybe I can do some other things. Or you're going to look at their success to say that their success is taken away from your success. So, you know, overall, fuck them. Because who cares about what they're doing anyway? Or so they have, they always had this person looking out for them. They always had that. They always had a leg up. Or she cute. Or, they, or he's handsome. They've always had a, you know, their way. Well, everybody's got their story. Everybody's got their thing that they've had to, they were burning sands that they've had to cross. Everybody's had to see some sun at midnight. 
don't discount somebody else because you make you, you that makes you think that you're a bigger person when in actuality discounting somebody else just shows how what kind of a clearance sale you're really on what clearance rack you on it doesn't make your light shine brighter by putting somebody else's out you actually make the room brighter together you understand what I'm saying so the alchemist is that person that can, that knows or is committed to the efforts of reinvention metamorphosis evol evolution evolving being greater and stronger than ever before by amounting to more by or amounting to more from the the travesty of their failures like because I've been through this I deserve this because I've been through this I know I'll do I'm built for this I know I'll do this I know I see this on the other side shit that's the way I feel you know what I mean for everything that I've been through everything that I'm, I'm, I'm going through to 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 bring about this thing that I see in my mind man I know that is real shit my, my cousin uh dropped out of high school man he just bought his third tow truck this year all legit baby all legit he just bought his third truck tow truck with the bins he bought for his birthday with the with the with the with the beamer his girl him and his girl got together you know what i mean so it's like and he came from the bottom he come from where i come from and he dropped out of high school got a successful him and his partner got a successful lockout and towing company that's in in multi-states paying their taxes you hear what i'm saying to you come on man i know what's possible for me i know what i'm gonna do these two dudes off the curb just that got in the lockout and towing out of nowhere and stayed persistent of making a business out of it you hear me I'm gonna do something successful with my life. I'm gonna make it work. And now they, they now they, they harvesting the fruits, the of their uh, the many fruits of their labor, and they're not just squandering the money. They're investing. They're investing big back in the company. Three tow trucks, one wrecker, one flatbed with the tow on the back, and one sleeper. Come on, you do the math. With two, three. Uh, service cars out on the road. I'm just be trying to man highlight man some of the stuff people around me be doing man. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Like my cousin, same she same type of situation. Got a very successful uh, promotion company that she wrapping her strategy around the algorithm around of of. Highlighting the lifestyle that comes with having a, this successful entity, you know what I mean? Because she too comes from the streets, and it's hard to kind of, you know, it's hard to put yourself out there and your lifestyle on display, you know. Um, but the thing about coming from the streets is your life is that honest. It's so ugly that it's beautiful, you know what I mean? And that, that you know that truth is so ugly that it becomes beautiful, you know what I mean? And it's just that you have to strip the, strip away the 
uh, illicit things, those uh, those illicit activities and, and program in there, something uh, a lot more responsive, engaging, impactful of your community. And that change is everlasting. The impact is ever everlasting because you won you won your respect in in the arenas. Um, screaming, are you not entertained? You know what I mean? And with that, how are you leveraging that? Alchemy is the leverage. You found a way of getting of fighting your way out of the arena. But now it's like, well, how do you make that make sense? That's why you see these people. You see a person that legs gave out at the end of the... <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the people who legs give out at the end of the marathon. I'm I'm laughing at how the body couldn't keep up with the wheel. They kept getting up and their legs kept drastically failing them. Crumbling up under the... <laughs> but they kept getting up I don't care if it was a person with wobbly legs Running and caught up to another person with wobbly legs They tried to help one another The will The will Was, was, was broke through the biting pain And numbness of, of limbs and joints that was given out Muscles that was at complete failure Blinking at a critical rare condition Beep boop beep boop beep boop beep boop They kept giving it up They kept getting up and giving it more Giving it more Giving it more Like Moon my muse She would always Run like five Mile like she would be waking up like five, six o'clock in the morning, five, six years ago, and text me like, "Yo, like I gotta get it." Was like, "What you doing?" Like, "This is what we doing?" Like, and I don't know. I, I've always been attracted to like those warrior goddesses. That's like, that's like, it's just, like they either intimidate me or inspire me. You know what I mean? And 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 it's electrifying for me. Like. To the point where I don't even know what to say sometimes But I know how to feel And I know how to translate how I feel But I might get tongue tied in the moment You know what I mean So she would be like You know Like what you doing Like like what we doing You know what I mean Like And I'm like man Damn I ain't getting up and going to, I'm not getting up and running And I'm for damn sure ain't running You know Five miles to tip top of the morning Like how she doing So you know, I mean, I started hopping into the, to, to the gym with my cousin, and he had he had recently come home uh, off a of 15 year stint in in in, uh, in in Attica, the worst prison in in one in the world, one of the worst prisons in the world, and he uh, he was he had he had to work out to prove it. So I would be in the gym working out with him, and you know, they would walk in the gym like people would be in the gym with us and be like, yo. Uh, <laughs> Like, what team do you guys play for? <laughs> I'm like, man, we don't play with no team. And he's like, no, nah, for real. Like, then they would ask how old my cousin was, and my cousin was in his 40s at the time. And 
at that time I was in my late twenties and it was like get out and everybody was like we'd be like get out of here you look so young you look so young and uh, I was dying man like he was crushing me man with that with that workout but I needed to push myself um, because I had to meet this challenge because here it is my homegirl is down in Houston single mom. Working every day, doing her thing, and with her mom taking care of her mom, like it's like, and I'm 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 around boozing. Well, was I boo? This had to be a little longer than that ago, cause I was boozing, and the time eating crazy, um, getting like working out made me change my diet. Um, having a partner a partner kept me accountable made me look at the consistent results and it, it, made, it made my body understand the difference in my behaviors you know what i'm saying and and turning these behaviors into like cleaner habits and cleaning those cleaner habits leading to cleaner thoughts those cleaner thoughts leading to more product product productivity in, in my real world making me feel better raising my self-esteem um you know making me more confident in my ability to produce success and um you know continuing to push myself to i'm on i got two bum knees from the military i got ran over by a pallet train on my one knee and then the other from uh repeated damage of jumping out of trucks and hitting my my, my knee on the on the edge of the on the door and and hurried in in the anticipation of you know getting out there and getting the job done and you know, doing what we had to do. Uh, so I got a crack patella on, on my one knee, which causes all stress to that type of knee, and then uh, a severe hyperextension in my other knee, which, uh, if, you know, like it just, it just draws on your body in, in different kinds of ways over time. So I'm not even really supposed to be running. So I get on the elliptical, which ain't really that much better. But. I still, you know what I mean? Like, I was inspired. Like, you know what I mean? Here she is, you know, in a patriarchal society, what's considered a woman, and here she's running, outrunning me. She's working out more than me. Like, I need, I was living in the wake of her win. You know what I mean? And I had to change, and not, not in, a, in a bad way. It was in a motivating sense. Like, she was amused. It made me produce those results because it wasn't like she was seeking to intimidate me she was seeking to inspire me like well what are you doing like you want more you always talking to me about more then let's start doing start with more and i'm looking at more from a grander scale and she's showing me more from the molecules of a lifestyle perspective right um and and that's what i like to look at the transformation as a, a molecular change is you have to start that from the, like those the, like the, at the smallest little molecule firing at the synapses at a different rate and you have to change those behaviors um, and the first way to start doing that is to start to recognize the patterns of the things that bring you negative energy or any sense of turmoil and recognize that that thing is only a catalyst and you're allowing that catalyst to rest it or default in negative which is continuing to spurn out negative um which with 
us being interpersonally connected, you can't help but to get back in abundance because you live in that lacking limitation. So that's you're, de you're doomed to live in that level of reciprocity, which I like to call revolution. I don't like to confuse that with a good, with with a with a better term like reciprocity, because um, reciprocity cleans. It's clean. It feels good. It feels great. It's easy. Um, reciprocity is I get this round you get the next round and not having to say it <laughs> you know what I mean like reciprocity is you know I can come to you or come to your house and, and have as I would have it my own and you can come mi casa es su casa and the same you know what I mean that's reciprocity to me you know what I mean um, enjoying the comforts of home everywhere you are because you're authentically you. You know what I mean? Where people know, like, you know what I mean? That's just the way they are. But, you know, that make you know, it doesn't take away from me. That makes us feel, that makes the room better because this person is at home within their skin. And just from you doing that, look at, look around. You know it, you see it, you felt it. Look at how many people live in the wake of your win. And they're either inspired or intimidated. And you know it. Often you know it so well that you try to carry those people that do, that are intimidated by what you're trying to inspire them with. You try to carry them along with you. And that pain and that hurt that you feel that exists is because you're trying to bring them through an atmosphere that you're at that time permeating. And you're stuck in that burnout zone because you keep trying to hold on to this extra weight. And you can't ascend. You can't fly out. As you would say about the track in the background, it's out of here. Sometimes you be having an idea that had you out of here. But you can't. Like Queen Nigel, like Queen Nigel. I like her story. I love her story. Because she, she's her story is the epitome of of trying to permeate an atmosphere with weight that ain't for you. You even go have a baby to try to make it better. And that makes it worse. It ain't until you left that situation alone, got out here and trusted yourself and your, in, your intuition and your ambition. That you actually make something happen for yourself. Bro, I fucking know. Excuse me, I'm inspired. Again, that proves to me, again, another one on this side of it's not all rigged. If you find your way, if you become a scientist and find what you provide, as only you can provide, provide it and then capitalize of what you provide. One thing's for sure is people be like, man, but see, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. Okay, what's this? something? This is America, Jack. Capitalism is happening regardless if you like it or not. You could always move somewhere else. But right here in America, this is what we do. We capitalize. So you can allow the winds to exist and you do nothing about them. Or you can leverage the winds to do other impactful things or unlock more of your wildest dreams. Instead of consistently spewing out into the universe, I just want to be comfortable. I don't want to be rich. And then that's never being grateful for the comfortability that's already that you're you've afforded. 
You understand what I'm saying? You could be busting them. You could have the big whip. The decent job and the, 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 the career, decent career and the lifestyle to boot. But you don't you don't acknowledge that. You know, like, man, I don't even want to be rich. I just want to be comfortable. What, if, what the fuck? You comfortable now? What else are you telling yourself to aspire to? You know what? You don't understand the power of your words. Let me get out of here. Because you're going to get me into another mode that I can't be in. Because I firmly believe if I got to drag you, if I got to bring you to it, I got to drag you through it. I'm not dragging you through to your freedom. You got to want that. Yeah, it might have been a myth, but I still love the fact that Harry, they say Harry Tubman said I would have freed more only if they knew that there were slaves. I still love that. Because that's what that looks like in the form of bondage today. The wealth gap looks like it's 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 terrible for 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 Black Americans. It's uh, the average household household is seventeen thousand six hundred dollars, but for the average white house white household is one hundred seventy one thousand dollars. So you do the math of of that the disparity within that wealth gap. You do you do the math in that, Brainiac. You tell you help me out. You help me understand that. You tell me that it ain't that easy, that 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 everybody can't do it, and and or, or whatever you can, whatever cockamamie excuse you can come up with in your mind. That's still a hundred and fifty-three thousand four hundred dollar wage gap. And what are you doing to close it? What are you doing that contributes to the canon? Besides saying, well, it's rigged and ain't nothing we can do. Well, having that kind of mentality and that attitude is what's gotten, what's kept us right here. You can't keep complaining that somebody's got a 450-year head start. Well, what about those that squandered it? And you ain't doing better than them. There's a ton of people out here squandering their earnings every day. But I'm not worried about what you're doing. I'm worried about the wins that I produce. Again, if you see me in the market, I guarantee you, wherever you see me, you're going to be inspired or intimidated. I don't stop. And I won't stop. I won't stop. I don't think, like it's, some of my colleagues, man, and they just be like, "Yo, Nigel, I don't understand. Like, how do you stay, how do you stay so positive?" And then they don't like my answer. It's be like because of what I, like, what I've, what I've lived through, like what I've come through. Some people do. I can't say all of them, but some people just be like, "Yo, I'm, like, okay, that that just can't be it." But I'm telling you, if we could do eye transplants for 24 hours to where you can live you can vr my experience for 24 hours and i yours i already know i'll have a greater respect for you and the weight that you carry but i don't think how much respect you would have for another individual like myself because if you did then you would be able to see why i'm so positive on this side I've had to coach another individual um, that was, he works for the railroad now, and and he was having a hard time, like, like, man, man, they got me out here, and I'm in, I'm a supervisor, so I'm in charge of these other motherfuckers, man, and, and I'm gonna keep it wrong with you, I'm gonna give you the conversation he gave me, like, man, I'm in charge of these other motherfuckers, man, and it's like, man, it's like, man, I can lose my job any day, and, hey, but they got me going out to, to these conferences, and I'm like, yo, hold up, dogs. Listen to your perspective, man. Like, listen to what you're talking about. Like, 
you're out the streets. Like, just not too long ago, dog, you was in that old elder tier of the streets, busting down eight balls. Like, now you have a real career. You have real purpose and meaning to your life. And you can really contribute to your legacy and show your son with real, with hard work and dedication and awfully, like, actually a force. Versus pitching bricks and bricks and boulders and you can't even afford school clothes. Like, we was doing all this to get out, not find ways to stay in or get a job and complain and try to get back in. You're doing this to get out. And I, we had to run down like this on, on several different episodes. And he finally get it. And like now when he see me, man, it's like he, he's almost emotional every time. It's just like, yo, I don't have a bad day now. I don't have a bad day at all because I know what I come through. You know the abuse that you suffer. You know the things that you've witnessed that can't be unseen. And if you need to look at yourself in the here and now, refresh and renew, look at your kids. They are you right now, refreshed and renewed. They're not living the way, they're not coming away, coming up the same way that you came up unless you're revolving and you're collecting them in that orbit. Just think about the moon. The moon is reported to have hit the earth so hard that it had bounced off and got caught in its orbit. Well, if that is indeed true, then look at all the trauma that bounces off of you and get caught in your orbit that you're not studying. So you don't know that you're caught in a revolution of fighting something that you've already conquered. And you haven't moved into a stage of evolution where you're capital off, capitalizing off the protocol that you've written to, to defeat all the traumas that you've endured. So you keep burning out and burning yourself thin. Thin as a dime. Thin as a brown paper bag. And you stress and rip from the, from the wear and tear. When you can... Absolutely capitalized fruitfully by turning that iron ore into solid gold, proven to the touch, taste, smell, and sensory. You look at those people that look like they have it all, it's because they risk it all. They only know what to risk by measuring what they failed at. Again, it's like playing a video game over and over again. You don't know how. To win until you've lost several times. And that takes time. A lot of us want to skip in and cut corners. Well, they got a place for you. It's called a job. Even in the military, being a cop, you can you can be everything within that expanse of time. 20 years, 25 years until you retire. But what are you after that? And there's often, it's like the guys that play basketball and football. They don't know who they are. They don't know what their identity is. Like, I got family members that don't know what their identity is outside of the streets. And change is too ambiguous. I don't know what else I am. And that means that I will have to try something else. And to try something else means that I would have to start at the bottom. And I don't want to have to start at the bottom because I don't want to feel inferior. I've done enough of that. When you don't know that that vulnerability of being inferior is actually the cheat code to getting you to the next level. You have to pick apart that onion. It's hard because the further you dig into the onion, the more it makes you cry. The pain is unbearable. You can't even open your eyes. 
It's a distraction. It's a distraction. Like there's so much that you're meant for if only you actually believed it. Like, what makes snake oil salesmen or charlatans so dangerous is that they actually believe it. They're confident. Even in what they don't know. Like I, like I say, I often tell my students, be confident in what you know, be confident in what you don't know. And it takes some time for them to grasp what that really means. But when they do, oh, when they do, welcome to the blood sport. It's a whole nother reality. You know, the, the testimonies that I've heard um, from, from individuals that felt like they were small until they became confident in what they knew and what they didn't know. That, that, that felt smarter or felt like they were they had their their intellectual capacity was far greater than those of of them that that were around them or that they entertained but because of their perspective of who that person was in their lives they also took the back they all they often took the back seat intellectually like well although i do know what this actually means but I have such, I hold this person that I'm speaking with in such high regard and I, that I allow them to question the validity of what I, I claim to know. And that will then make me concede and or recede and be like, you know what, I might not know what I'm talking about and then lose my point. But if you, I heard this individual say, well, once I became confident or, or own the fact that I can be confident in what I do know, I, this person no longer had power over me and they no longer had power over me because I stopped giving it to them that's capitalizing off of her research people she had took that nugget that tidbit of information and said that ever since I had become confident in what I knew and what I didn't know I looked back in my life and I realized that I had never really exhibited confidence in what I knew and what I didn't know. And that showed up in my decision-making abilities and the things that I have done. So I know that it works, people. I'm, I'm a living testament. I don't even have to t beat you in the head and keep telling you uh, what this does for other people or how it's working for other people. But I do, but riddle me this. I want you to do a gap analysis. Let's come up with that desired future state that it would be great if. State. And look at your current reality. In what square of your life are you getting closer? How far or how far away or how much closer are you to that desired future states? If, if your life was six to eight squares, what square are you in? How far have you moved to that desired future state? And if you haven't, then this conversation ain't for you. Simple and plain. Period. This is for the winners and go-getters. The change makers. Those people that I'm gonna get money that believe I'm gonna get money with or without you. 
that ain't the point. The point is the gratitude of my service. That I found a way and I can keep giving this way whether you want it or not. I can give you a fish or I can teach you to fish. Or we can build a fishing company and take these fishes to the masses who can't get it. Anyway, I'm down with it. I'm the man. Let's toast to the boogie, baby. But you got to bring me something that makes sense. I'm into getting into in, into machines and in, in, into and modalities, into mindsets and ideas that make sense. Not make sense at the time. That's sound. That's resounding. Uh-huh. That requires evaluation. But that's investigative in your approach. That's being the scientist. Some of y'all only want to be forensic when it when it comes to your somebody your, 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 your significant other cheating on you. You find out what that unlock code is. You get them to make a certain face so their facial recognition can 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 register. You, you put the use the fingerprint technology to get in all the passwords just to find out for the pain. Because remember, pain fires off in the same place as pleasure. But mind you, if you had to use that same investigative forensic approach towards your dreams, imagine that pleasure. Huh? Don't be out here trying to find the pleasure in the ups and downs of the bodies that's around you, that's proximal. Sometimes the greatest pleasure is in self-exploration. But that again requires a scientific approach. How can you expect the world to get you off when you don't know how to yourself? That again is capitalizing off the research. might be too fast for y'all some of y'all get it some of y'all don't get it at all some of y'all just not ready for it yet but I, I like to publish these as a good book or a good album you can come back to them and reread them re-listen to them that's why the music is setting the ambiance in the background to establish another mood again for you as you listen as you've been enlightened as you embark on your journey and there's new things that open your eyes and you don't see things the same way you once saw them Pop it back home. Pop it back home. It don't make sense now. It will. Just give it some time. Pay attention to the sting. When it starts to sting more, pop one of these on. See if you can glean something. Pop in a man. Get a book, an audio book, an audio experience. You dig what I'm saying? But by any means, get to where you got to get to get to that desired future state, get to that goal. Become that alchemist. Learn that language. The language of success. Not so much to speak it to when others are around you because you can pretend. 
But if you're going to pretend, make it so long that you can. Right? It's only so long that you can pretend. Learn that language and speak it to yourself. Every day in the form of an aspiration. So, um, new stipulations is you can't you can't record over 60 minutes straight. And I was like, I just was already was wrapping up already, saying we was time was flying because we didn't been having hands we had been having so much fun. Um, but you know it's morphin' time. You know it's morphin' time because you wouldn't be here if you didn't know. You know what I mean? And because you know, because you've come into this, do something about it. Reflection without action is death. So do something about it. If you got a problem with it, do something about it. Reach out. Spark a conversation. Disprove. Disagree. Defend. Ask. I'm down with it all. I help you build uh, affirmations of that's what you need to do. But by all means, don't block my blessing. Allow me to be of service to you. That's why I'm here. You can't get rid of me. I'm a weed, no matter what you do. I'm on your favorite highway. I'm in your favorite driveway. I'm down your favorite sidewalk. I'm everywhere. You spray me with Roundup. And as you can see on these world, these these class action lawsuits, you'll catch cancer and die before you get rid of me. I'm out here, baby. And I'm going to be out here. I'm going to keep pumping. ABCs always be creating. You dig? Talking when I'm teaching. Only when I'm listening and I'm learning. Confident in what I don't and what I don't know. When I do what I do know and what I don't know. Paying attention to language of different cultures. So I can move through them. Not capitulate as the great Tamara McMillan would love to say. Uh, but learn so I can be my best self. So I can be at home, away from home. You dig? Yeah. It's intense, baby. But if you keep coming back, you're a repeat offender. And either you like you're a glutton for punishment, or you're desperate for change. And as always, we love to help you with that. So, to the kings and queens, I wish you peace, blessings, and freedom. To the gods and goddesses, continue to transform. Until next time, phoenixes, flame on.